0: This podcast is brought to you by Online Retailer, Australia's leading retail tech conference, expo and networking organisation. Recorded at the Online Retailer Conference in 2017, here we chat with world-class digital leaders to bring you industry insights, practical examples and actionable ideas from our incredible community of retail renegades, marketing masters and creative entrepreneurs who all want to do retail business big. We want to extend the conversation after the event. And to keep exploring where the future meets retail. So let's talk shop. Welcome to this episode of the Online Retailer Podcast. I'm Kylie Lewis and I have the great pleasure of speaking with Michael Donarth from IKEA. Hi, Michael.
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: I'm fantastic and I'm really looking forward to our chat today.
1: Yeah, likewise.
0: Terrific. Now, um, you are the multi-channel manager at IKEA Australia?
1: Correct, yes.
0: Fantastic. And how long have you been in that role?
1: I've actually been in this role for about a year and a half. Um, I've been with IKEA for about six years. I actually started on the shop floor, which is great, um, and uh, worked my way to this role, um, which is a really good role, very diverse role as well.
0: Terrific. So did you have a life before IKEA? Uh,
1: Not officially, but uh, (laughs) I can talk about it if you like. Uh, Actually my background is wholesaling uh, as well as retailing. Um, Joined IKEA about six years ago to look after their B2B um, sort of offer Um, and I guess started on the shop floor actually. Um, So start started in different roles on the shop floor towards this role. So I've had about seven different roles in six years. Yeah.
0: Terrific. What what fantastic opportunities.
1: Yeah, definitely. Ikea is a company that supports their people, um, not just, I guess, through ideas, but through action. So I've had very supportive managers throughout my time at Ikea and um, had some good successes. It's been great.
0: So that's quite a leap to go from the shop floor, as you mentioned, to managing their mm. online platform mm. What was the pathway through like that?
1: Uh, well, IKEA is very good at developing people, like I said, and actually about four years ago, I, I was on a management program, and what they do is they support potential leaders for the future and and support their development, and the idea was to come up with a program or project to really stretch the business, and I had a project where we supported Tasmanians to shop online, um, and it was literally an idea that... Uh, Uh, One night I was lying in bed, I thought, how good would it be if we could support Tasmania because we don't have a store there? Uh, Essentially, that's my uh, road to to this role. Um, I actually, I don't have a background in tech. In fact, I don't even own a TV at home. Um, I know that's uh, a bit shocking, but I I don't own a TV. Um, I do uh, use my phone, but um, I'm not a techie. It's actually more about the business and and, and the branding and how we approach things rather than the specifics around tech.
0: Mm. So as... Ikea shopper, it has pained me in the past to not be able to shop online. Mm -hmm. Why has Ikea been so slow to the online space in Australia? Because I think it's different in different countries, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I guess there's probably a a number of factors there. I guess first and foremost, we've only got 10 stores in the country so from an expansion point of view uh, the approach is very much is where does the opportunity lie? And sometimes it's in digital or e-commerce and sometimes it's in bricks and mortar and it's really just prioritising those and for us in the past it's been about the priority of accessibility and people visiting our stores it's probably hit a point now especially as probably um, people's shopping experience has changed and expectations um, that e-commerce has become really the priority for us Um, so there's probably that factor I guess the other thing to keep in mind for IKEA is that there's a lot of companies going online and perhaps they smell uh, sorry uh, sell uh, apparel uh, which is very small or different accessories we sell wardrobes, kitchens and other furniture and uh, it's quite large. So the infrastructure to support ecom, e-com but also other services that we'll offer in the future takes some time to build up. We're working on uh, distribution centres and other platforms to support that at the moment.
0: Mm. So you're, it's, it's your job to get IKEA online in Australia?
1: correct so I look after a few things we look after web um, so all our websites mobile and desktop as well as any apps or anything like that we look after e commerce as a business um, as well as any digital whether it's in store uh, or any other different touch point Uh, look after expansion planning as well uh, so look after that Uh, innovation is part of our uh, scope um, and as well as the transformation because for us it's one thing to have tech It's one thing to sell online. It's probably another thing to bring the business along with you. And that's something that's a part of our scope as well.
0: So what's been your biggest challenge in that?
1: Uh, Well, for over 50, 60 years, we've been a bricks and mortar retailer. Um, So as excited as we are, uh, and as everyone is, as you said, to shop online, I think it does take a mindset change. And it's not just about steering the customer, but it's also about supporting the customer. Um, and understanding what a customer needs across those channels and then the skill set and who we recruit and why I think it's uh, important to note that in a multi-channel or omnichannel environment The store plays a different role where it becomes more of a place where you can speak to a specialist to get some support and advice um, And it's important our recruitment strategy um, Addresses that so that when we're ready for that the right people in the right place at the right time Mm.
0: Yeah, the the elusive combination of getting yes. that all all lined up.
1: Definitely, and that's part of my role, I guess. Um, multi-channel manager is probably an unusual role that a lot of companies probably don't have. Um, and primarily, it's because it's about bringing all those areas of the business together. It's not about having someone that looks after tech, like a CTO or CDO. It's not about looking after just customer experience. Uh, It's not about just having a CMO looking after marketing, it's about actually having a checkpoint for all those people, Mm -hmm. and really being that gatekeeper to say, how do we actually support all our customers?
0: Uh, Digital is like the intersection of all of those things, right? Correct. Yes,
1: exactly. And sometimes, naturally in every business, we work in silos. So I guess part of my role and my team's role is both the practical side of e-commerce, but also bringing those thoughts together and creating whether it's a marketing plan or a customer experience plan or even just a sales execution, and thinking about it in a multi-channel environment.
0: So where do you sit in the business? Who do you report into?
1: So I report directly to the CEO. Um, We don't actually have C, um, I guess, titles at IKEA, very much because it's part of our values where um, it's very much not about the title, but it's how you contribute to the business. So there is no CTO, there is no CMO. It's very much about what you do for the business and how you support. Um, So you probably won't find a chief anything. In fact, our CEO is not a CEO, he's a country manager, and he supports the country. Um, so, yeah, titles aren't important to us.
0: Fantastic. So your topic for the talk that you were presenting here today mm-hmm. at Online Retailer was a, blue p- a blueprint for delivering the omnichannel promise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's in your blueprint?
1: Um, uh, I guess the main thing for us is um, lots of people speak about data and how important that is or platforms or agility and lots of different buzzwords. Um, I, th- I think the thing for us is actually about sticking to our vision and our, our values. And for us, that's the blueprint because the offer changes. You now sell online or through different channels, but the brand positioning, what we're about, what we're trying to achieve, doesn't change. And and I think that's the most important thing. So, very much uh, our vision, which is to create a better everyday life for the many people, is something we'll do regardless of channels.
0: Mm. Um, And so is there anything particular that has been a a really big sticking point in in your project so far?
1: Yeah, look, I I think the change process is the hardest thing to do. It sounds easy. You know, you you do one thing, you do the next thing tomorrow. How hard can that be? Um, But I think it's about supporting everyone. I think some of the conversations a lot of corporations can have about change sort of stay at that C-level or management level. Um, but for us, it's very much about everyone that works in the business um, and involving those people. Um, I think the thing you might find is the person that potentially serves you in the bedroom department or gives you the goods at the pickup area is probably actually involved in some of the discussions we're having, regardless of role or position, because we value everyone. But also, who better to tell us what a customer needs than a coworker who works there?
0: Mm. And are you managing the whole digital transformation internally or are you working with agencies and external providers?
1: Uh, A bit of both. It it depends on what we're trying to achieve and where. Um, We have internally a process that we follow to support these massive changes, Um, lots of different system changes and landscape changes and legacy systems that are moving. Um, At the same time, we do have gaps in some areas and we do engage agencies to support, yeah. Mm.
0: So how, how long is the project to actually get online transactions for IKEA in Australia?
1: Uh, it's a great question and probably one that I don't have the answer to, but it, it's, <laughs> an, it's a, a loaded one. That, yes, yeah. correct. It's, uh, but it's an ongoing process. Definitely over the coming year, uh, we will have Australia live with e-commerce and that's what we're working on. Um, but How long has it
0: been already? Uh,
1: the pro- Well, I've been in this role for a year and a half and it just started with me. So it's it will go for a few years um, and, and we've built a big team now so I think that's great Um, but I I guess the focus on just digital isn't there or just e-commerce I think for us it's about supporting the customer in store as well so a lot of the solutions we work on store customer solutions as well not just digital so we're not pushing e-commerce as the only um, solution but also supporting that customer journey. And one example of that is um, previously, if you'd bought a kitchen at Ikea, you would have gone in, spoken to someone, and then left and come back when they're ready and so on. We actually have a simple solution that books online. So you can pick a time, that uh, co-workers available, a specialist that can support you with your kitchen. It's simple things like those that can support the customer along that journey. And that's not an e-com journey. That's more just how do I support an in-store customer.
0: Mm. So are there any other digital innovations in-store that you're responsible for?
1: Yeah, definitely. So anything um, that sort of affects the digital space. So it could be the the bookings. We're looking at different kiosk solutions as well. Um, I, I think integrating those digital solutions. So the mobile site being both a site for someone that's sitting at home, potentially watching the TV, Through to when you're in store and the information you need. So it's about blending those platforms as well. Um, So, all those, the way you sign up for our loyalty programs um, and everything in between. Mm.
0: So, I noticed that you've got pretty much a livestock update happening on the app. I, you can tell from experience that I know these things yes. um, so that's obviously great infrastructure to build on top of for your Ecom store right
1: correct yes and I think it's uh, that's a really important point in the stock availability is key I think for all the romanticizing ultimately if I need a coffee table I need a coffee table and either you have it or you don't um, so that's really important but then giving the customer the choice of how they would like to have it and I think they could do a lot themselves and that could be come into the store pick it up take it home and assemble it all the way through to we could do it for you and we We could deliver it or click and collect. We can help you get someone to assemble it and so on.
0: Mm. So is there anything with your offering that you're putting out that perhaps is cutting edge that we haven't seen before or uniquely Ikea?
1: Yeah, it's interesting actually, because um, there's a a lot of talk about Amazon. Uh, That seems to be a word that's spoken a lot. And and as our uh, CEO recently said, I think six months ago, that we do not sit in dark rooms talking about uh, Amazon. And that's definitely the case. But having said that, our stores have been doing next day delivery for 40 plus years. And yet today the conversation is, how do we get next day delivery? How? so to be fair I think in some ways we're perhaps behind in to catch up to this digital landscape but at the same time actually our customer focus has probably been ahead for a long time
0: Mm. so you mentioned the different options there that you have about um, getting a coffee table and either click and collect or getting it delivered Mm. next day um, or even getting it assembled so integrating all of those options online as well
1: yeah definitely and that's both working with their internal platforms to make it seamless but also utilizing marketplaces and and other things to support so i guess there's not where uh, i guess one shoe fits all we're very conscious we have over nine and a half thousand products and when you need support for a kitchen is very different when you buy candles and how do we support each customer in their own individual way i guess it's important that uh, we recognize that um, and not just treat an ikea customer as an ikea customer but you are a kitchen customer who happened to purchase an ikea mm. um, and really focusing on what do you do you need as a customer mm.
0: so you you've mentioned kitchens a lot so mm-hmm. that's a so high investment part of the business, um, technical, long standing in somebody's home kind of part of the business. Is that one of the big kind of low hanging fruits for the the business?
1: Yeah, kitchens is a big part of our business and it's grown tremendously over the last few years. Mm. In fact, uh, one of my roles previously was actually a manager of the kitchen showroom Uh, in our Victorian store so I've done that before so I know kitchens are back to front it's an important part of our business but I think it's also probably to show that as much as you buy the billy bookcase and we're known for those type of things and that's a mainstay for our um, organization at the same time we do support complex purchases too Um, so everywhere from that coffee table through to the most uh, biggest wardrobe that you need and and supporting all the way through Um, and that's a big focus for us.
0: Mm. And one of the things I love is is the fact that when I'm walking through an Ikea store is that I actually do have the app and I'm able to look up things pretty quickly and see if they're in stock and all of that kind of stuff. So that real integration with real life experience with the customer experience walking around the store is, is great.
1: Yeah, and really important. And then vice versa. We've just uh, launched recently a virtual reality um, app where essentially you can walk the store Uh, virtually. Uh, You can then select products and and check out online as well. So it's about melding the two, but also sometimes you do want to walk the store. Sometimes you've seen some inspiration, you are really inspired from it, but you just need to be reminded of how that was put together and you can do that too.
0: Fantastic. And are there any other innovations like that sort of on the horizon that that you can talk
1: about? Yeah, look, I, I think there's there's lots and lots, um, I, I guess whether it's tools for co-workers, you'll see some digital tools coming soon for co-workers to support uh, the customer through that buying journey and, and I guess less pointing and, and more supporting the customer, um, but also through to whether it's augmented reality. We are working with Apple on an AR tool to support that you can literally put a picture of a um, a sofa or something like that and actually put it into your room and see how that would look and how the size would work. So lots of tech coming Um, at the same time i think uh, what you'll find is also the store environment will become uh, an even better experience and uh, more immersive and more inspirational uh, over the coming year
0: more meatballs Uh,
1: if if you're into that then definitely
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so if you had an unlimited budget and Mm -hmm. as many resources as you could what would you like to ultimately do
1: Oh, look, actually I have to say, I, I know this is almost uh, getting out of that question, but, but I think actually we're pretty lucky and uh, the things that we're doing and we're focusing on I think are quite solid. Um, I, I, I firmly believe it's not just about tech um, and it's not just about coming up with solutions or keeping up with trends. Um, the more we can put into succeeding at uh, achieving our vision. Uh, I I think that's the key and and like I said the vision of creating a better everyday life is really important to us. Um, So how we do that, how we make it easier to purchase but also I think that feeling sometimes when you had an empty room or you got rid of old furniture, you brought in some new ones, the the room looks awesome and it really energizes you, that's what empowers us.
0: Yeah and I'm really curious as to what your working space looks like.
1: Uh, well, it's all IKEA furniture, I can tell you that. Um, it's actually open plan. Uh, there are no corner offices. Um, no one's got their own little section. We actually all work together. Um, you know, you could literally shout at the CEO from across across the room. It's, it's very open. It's, um, I guess, in a Swedish manner. There's lots of workshops and lots of discussions. But um, uh, it's, it's a really good place to work
0: yeah fantastic This sounds like the culture of the business is one that's really um invested in
1: yeah definitely and, and it, i think probably the best example i can give is there's a lot of organizations uh, trying to achieve a culture that's strong and i think that's really important uh, for us it's not just about probably the office environment but it's about what we believe in and then how we approach scenarios. So even if we take multi-channel example, it hasn't been about uh, what's happening in the market, or what's happening in the tech space, but it's very much about our values and how we achieve things. And, And we very much have strong values around keeping things simple, working together, uh, being cost-conscious and not spending money because you can. Um, And a lot of those values are intrinsic and and really, uh, I guess, go across our business, across all our strategies and everything we do.
0: And there's more movement being made in the social impact space and the environmental impact space too. Will that be reflected in any way online?
1: Definitely sustainability is really important to us. We launched um, last year a mattress take-back Uh, what a lot of people probably don't know is when they do put their mattress out in the front to get collected or, or throw it away; it actually goes into landfill. Not a lot can be recycled, so we actually work with a partner to to actually turn that into a, a sustainable solution. Whether it turns into punching bags or other solutions as well, um, and we're continue to working on those um, different areas of the business to really close that loop. Um, we're conscious that it's really important that retailers like us really focus on sustainability, not just as a selling angle, but really to support both, I guess, the planet, but also our customers and what they envision is really important, and we know sustainability is really important for our customers and really closing that loop from when they purchase something to when they actually want to change over. And and we will support with both digital solutions but in-store as well.
0: Mm. And in terms of your um, customer lifecycle management, do you, does CRM fall under your banner?
1: It doesn't. So that's taken care of from our marketing team. We do have a, a IKEA family a loyalty program that really looks after the customer um, from um, – I, I guess we look after them in that there's a lifetime uh, returns policy if you're a family member and some other things to really um i guess understand that you're really important to us um, and you can come back anytime if you've got any questions or issues
0: Mm, and you've got to integrate that into the online offering correct yes yes feel your pain there
1: yeah look it's (laughs) tricky i I guess we're not a discount driven organization which is great and therefore it's not about just offering um, low prices uh, at several parts of the year it's about a low price offer at all times um, and therefore uh, loyalty just falls into part of that which makes it easier from a digital platform point of view. But I think also it's not to alienate people, um, it's not to say if you're not this therefore you miss out, it's actually just to encourage, the, there's no cost, um, you know, it's, it's not about getting immediate discounts, it's actually more about enjoying a product in a better way.
0: Mm. What are you most excited about working on and looking into the future?
1: Uh, I think digital is a great space to be in. I think the potential is massive, um, and I think for me, it's actually uh, my passion is really developing a team and, and developing their skills. I've been supported, uh, like I said, uh, through my journey, and as I build a digital team and really support them, I think that's actually what excites me, is is supporting um, people who actually uh, there was a person I walked, worked uh, sorry walked with on the shop floor who maybe four years ago uh, was literally filling pallets and um, stocking shelves, and now is part of our team looking after tech. Uh, that's what excites me. Um, so digital is exciting, but I think people and, and developing people is, is pretty cool.
0: That sounds very Swedish to me.
1: Yes, I can't help it. <laughs> I I've love been that. With, with IKEA for six years. I'm, it's part of me now.
0: It's in the DNA. Yes. It's in the DNA. Um, so Michael, if people wanted to find out a little bit more about you, yep. um, where could they find out?
1: Yeah, look, I'll, I'll probably be in the press over the coming months as well. Um, but of course, I'm on LinkedIn Um, Just search for Michael Donathan, Ikea multi-channel manager. Happy to field any questions or or anything else.
0: And for all of your furniture and home furnishing needs. Yes,
1: please come to the Swedish uh, store, (laughs) Ikea. Uh, Like I said, 10 stores and e-commerce launching over the coming years. Good luck with the launch. Thank you. I'll need it.
0: Thanks for chatting with us
1: today. Cool. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for listening. If you've loved what you've heard, make sure you're subscribed at onlineretailer.com.au to be the first to know about Australia's best e-commerce events.